thank you so much for joining us once again on Solutions with Anna Donahue. We're thrilled that you tuned in, and we've got some good shows for you. Well, this show is being entitled God Sees, God Hears, and God Acts, and you're going to find out why. I did a daytime retreat recently, and I had the time of my life, and our team was there, and we just had so much fun, and yet God spoke to me while I was sharing at this very retreat. So I'm going to get to this one line that jumped out for me, and uh, I'll tell you when I get to that. But in the meantime, we were going over Moses's journey as he's taking the children of Israel through the wilderness. So we had like seven defining moments of Moses's life. Defining moments. Do you know what those are? A defining moment can come maybe at a crossroads, maybe at a, a, a crisis point in your life, but it doesn't have to be a crisis, but it's something that defines what's happening on your journey. And this, it's a powerful time when that happens. Think back right now at some things that you've gone through in life and you would be able to say, I was at this point, at this time, at this date, you even know the season, you even can remember the smells. And that defined something in your journey. It was a definition. And this is what happened. Uh, defining moments, they can be turning points I have in my notes. They can bring a moment of decision for you. We all have them. Just be in tune to it. Is this a defining moment in my life? It can be for good, and that's what we want. It can also be a negative defining moment. But always remember, if it started out as a negative, God will turn that thing around and make use of it and make it good. Back to Moses. So here's Moses minding his own business, and he's been 40 years uh, in the desert. Right before that, he's in Pharaoh's court, and he's like the big one of the big shots in Pharaoh's court. And he sees this um, Egyptian beating on one of his Hebrew brothers. Now, he doesn't know yet. He doesn't know yet that that's one of his peeps, one of his people. But he starts to get a stirring in him, angry that someone would beat that Hebrew. They were slaves. The children of Israel were slaves at this time in Pharaoh's court. You know the story, many of you. Moses gets that anger and unfortunately acts too quickly, kills that Egyptian who, who killed the Hebrew, and he spends 40 years in the desert. That was a defining moment for him. So here's what begins to happen. The time of the children of Israel being slaves was coming to a close, and God had a defining moment called the burning bush for Moses to wake up and say, I'm going to deliver them, and I'm going to use you for it. Now, now follow with me. In Exodus 2, 23, during those many days, the king of Egypt died. The people of Israel groaned because of their slavery, and they cried out for help. Now, watch some of these lines in the Bible. Their cry for rescue from slavery came up to God. I want you to grab that right away. Their cry, your cry for rescue. Have you ever done that? God, I need help. I need you to rescue me from this slavery. Went up to God. Let's keep going. 
Exodus 2, 24 and 25. Uh, this is what just sent me. And one more line. God heard their groaning. He remembered the covenant that he made with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob a thousand years prior that he, that he was going to have a great nation of people. And he saw, the Bible says he saw the people of Israel, and it says God knew. Now let's look at these four words again. God heard their groaning. He remembered that he had made a covenant with their forefathers. He saw them, and he knew. You're crying out today? Put your name in here. God hears your groaning. He remembers he made a covenant with you at the cross of Calvary. He sees you, and he knows. The Hebrew word for know can be translated as he understands, and he's concerned. So much so that this is, the, you got to get this. So much so is God concerned that it moves him to action. He doesn't just sit there and flippantly say, figure it out, folks. That's not our father. That's not our God. He was so moved at their cry, it moved him to action. Hence, there's Moses, 40 years, uh, well, not even 40 years yet, I'm jumping ahead. There's Moses, though, in that wilderness, and God says, Moses, out of a burning bush, I have heard their cry. I'm calling you to go to Pharaoh and deliver them out. It reads like this, Exodus 3, verse 7. And I want you to get this, because this is the way God will work for you too. The Lord said, I have surely seen the affliction of my people who are in Egypt. I have surely seen, put your name in there. I've heard them cry because of their taskmasters. What's binding you up today? What's holding you in chains? A taskmaster. God, and you've cried out to God? I'm here to tell you right now, prophetically, he sees you, he hears you, he knows he made a covenant with you, and he's going to do something about it. He's going to stir you to grab an answer, whether that be a scripture, maybe this program bringing you some hope. I'm telling you, God's on this. They're taskmasters. This is what God says to Moses at that burning bush. I know their sufferings. I've come down to deliver them out of the hand of the Egyptians and to bring them up to that land, to a good and broad land, a land flowing with milk and honey, to the place, and he names, who's, he names the, the, uh, uh, the people who are already there. They're the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. He says, I'm bringing them into that land. It's a promised land. It flows with milk and honey because I've heard them. I've heard their cry. Now behold, the cry of the people of Israel has come to me. He repeats himself all in this text. I've seen the oppression with which the Egyptians are oppressing them. Talk about a defining moment coming up for Moses. This is what God says next. I'm going to send you to Pharaoh that you will bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. So talk about a defining moment. There's Moses going, wait, what? He's been, he's been in this wilderness, and he's been broken, sweetly broken before God, just watching sheep and raising a family. And God says, oh, no, I've been training you all these years, Moses. You're going to go back, and I've heard our people. I've heard them cry. 
and you're going to rescue them and bring them out. But even besides the defining moment for Moses, I love the fact, and I want you, this is what I really want you to grab. God sees you. God hears you. And God will bring an action to help you be delivered. He'll stir you with the scripture. It might, like I said, it might be this show. It might be a radio, a worship song. You might just be turning on your radio and all of a sudden something will drop down because you've been crying out to God. Now, what I loved also is this one author used this line. This is what happened to me at the retreat. I'm preaching away and I'm encouraged. And I'm, I'm just receiving from God. And this one author says this. Now, get this. God knows what you're going through. Even the unspoken pleas emanating from your heart. I was standing up there sharing that. And I'm kind of like just reading it off. And I've been doing this long enough that I could tell when the Holy Spirit was saying, Anna, even those unspoken pleas, you don't even talk about it, you don't even pray aloud. You ever do that? You have something so deep in your heart, it's hard for you to even get those out because they're, um, some will say they're secret petitions. They're just between you and God. Things like, God, if this would be great, emanating from your heart, unspoken please. I want to tell you today, God hears you. God sees you. God knows the unspoken pleas that are emanating from your heart. Psalm 37, 4 says it this way in the Amplified, delight yourself in the Lord. He'll give you the desires and the secret petitions of your heart. We've all got them. We've all got these secret petitions, these, these unspoken pleas. They're emanating from our heart. I like to believe we're entering a season. I do. Where some of those are going to be answered. What we've prayed in secret, God's going to reward openly. That's what I believe. That's what I believe. What do you believe? What do you believe in God for today? Do you have an unspoken plea and it's in your heart? You want to bring it before God? Do that. Do it right now while I'm sharing if it's stirring in you. Do you have a secret petition of your heart? I got them. I can't imagine any believer on the earth today not having those, you know. I believe we're entering a season where some of those are about to be answered. I have Psalm 121, verses 5 and 8. I want to read two before we come to a close. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. Verse 8. The Lord will keep, oh, the Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. God sees. God hears. God acts on your behalf. Those unspoken pleas that are emanating from your heart. He's got it. He knows. He understands. I believe, and this is why I wanted to get this on the air for tomorrow, I believe as that rose up in me at this very retreat, I believe it's because God wanted to highlight it and say, I see all that. I hear you, Anna, and I'm going to bring action as a result. Amen. Oh, I hope you grabbed onto that. 
Uh, it's just the, the beginning part, you know, trying to show you what a defining moment was and what it was for Moses so that you could relate and think back to defining moments in your life. And especially then as we came to the part where the children of Israel were crying out and God heard them and God came because he saw and he remembered that he made a covenant with his kids. And he responds. Amen. Hey, I want to pray for you. Write to us. Let us know what's happening in your world. We would be so honored. We love hearing from you. At this retreat, one uh, precious mom and her teenage daughter were there, and they said, oh, we watch you all the time. And I thought, that's just so neat because I don't know these people. But what a neat thing to think, good, you're receiving. And, you, and you're taking your teenage daughter in with you, whatever your uh, living room is, and you're watching the shows. It's just such a blessing. You are able, you are enabling us to do that. I want to thank you. Father, for the viewing audience, and Father, we have a podcast for the podcast audience. Will you bless them, Father? Let them know, I believe we're starting to make that shift into a new season. You have seen, you have heard, you're remembering your covenant with the person listening and watching, and you know what they're going through. And you now will take an action, an active something to help that person. Father, please, I know you're doing it in my world. I know you're doing it for our team. And I want you to do it for our viewing and our listening audience. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, look, not too many announcements right now because we'll start gearing up for Thanksgiving. And we have some good shows for you for that. And then, of course, we'll have a Christmas banquet that I'll be talking about uh, as the shows go on. So not too many announcements. Always like us on Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. You'll never miss a show. And as always, I do say, if you're able to give to this show, we just got plans in the future, and it always is a great blessing. We took an offering at this day retreat. We got a nice offering for this show, and it blesses me. Uh, we might go on Life Songs and have them promote the show and just some other some national networks. It would be a great blessing, but it takes finances to get the word out. So if you could do that, you go to anadoniministries.com, click the donate button, and we would receive it. In the meantime, thank you so much for joining us. And look, we'll be back by God's grace next week. Join us on Solutions with Anna Donahue. God bless. <music>